Get the oh. <laughs> I just thought we were singing before because that pumps us up before we start. But okay, get down on it. Get down on, on it. it. Even though okay. that's a different song. Yeah, that is. My bad. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey, everybody. It's your Blurred Girls, Bola and Whitney. Oh, yeah. And this is Blurred Talk with Bola and Whitney. Oh, yeah. So for anyone who is just listening to us for the first time, this is a show where two blurreds, black nerds, females just we talk we talk about whatever we want to blurt out about okay right so it could be any kind of topic we could be talking about movies tv culture politics whatever we just feel like the reason why we do this show is because we feel like our black female voices nerdy voices need to be out there in the world we do exactly right Whitney that's right all right so now that you know who we are we got Whitney over here and then me the triple f queen hey hey and we're gonna talk about what's our topic today Whitney our topic today is Mulan not the animated (laughs) one which was awesome (laughs) but the live action one which was less awesome yes (laughs) (laughs) I just realized that was like us the song kung fu fighting i feel like it was also in one of the like animated um songs like um i feel like I, honestly i feel like it's one of the jackie chan movies like rush hour or something <laughs> that's what i was thinking anyway that's not the song from mulan i should have like sang something else or hummed something else but yeah yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, whatever you sang or hummed probably wouldn't have come through because there was, like, no music. Yes. There was nothing in Mulan. I mean, <sighs> I mean, okay. obviously there was music, you guys, because there's, like, soundtracks and stuff and, like, yeah, instrumental score. But there was, like, it wasn't a musical, which, you know, is fine for some cases. Like, what was it? Um, Cinderella? The live-action Cinderella that mm-hmm. didn't have any music? I, I actually really liked that. It mm-hmm. made me smile. Like, mm-hmm. the, throughout the whole movie, I was just smiling. It, it, was, it was made like, well. So, he, okay, just a preface. Mulan is my absolute favorite of the Disney princesses, of the Disney movies of that era. Hmm. That, it's, it's my absolute favorite. It, it's the one I had on repeat. I watched that one. And Lion King 2 and Anastasia, even though that's not a Disney movie. Those it are my main now. repeat. Oh, yep, it is on <laughs> Disney. You're right. <laughs> I had those three <laughs> movies on repeat, and I learned all the songs for Mulan. So when I found out they were doing the live action, I was thrilled. I was, I was, I was excited too, because you know that was the, the, people that like the song. One of the songs for Mulan is like me and Bola sing. Like during college, which is yes. where me and Bola met. Yes, we would VCU, like go Rams. Yeah, <laughs> we would like walk about the campus or parade about the campus singing. Let's get down, down to, to business. business. To defeat the, the Huns. Huns. Ha! Did they send me daughters when I asked for sons? You're the saddest bunch I ever met, but you can bet before we're through. Somehow I'll make a man out of you. Be a man. We must be swift as the coursing rain. Okay, let's cut it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could literally see the the whole thing. Mysterious as the, the dark side of the moon. Yeah. And this was us during college, peeps. Like people used time. to walk. Our friend group used to walk away from us because <laughs> we'd just be out in public, be a oh, man. <laughs> But I loved it. That's how we connected. We loved like the same things. And Mulan was just my absolute favorite. The music in Mulan is just timely, classic. Oh, God. I love 
love Mulan, the original. <sighs> so this little, the, the live action, yeah, was, uh, it was a disappointment, y'all. We were reviewing it, but it, it's a disappointment. I mean, I actually enjoyed it overall. Really? I did. Yeah. You, you did? As its own thing, as a live action remake of Mulan, mm-hmm. it was eh. But as its own movie, like, if you did not watch it in the context of, like, a remake, a live action remake of Mulan, I thought it was pretty good. But as a Mulan live action remake, um, it was not, not great. And it wasn't, like, overall, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but I thought it was pretty good. And overall, I disagreed. And mind you, I watched it twice because I watched it in the initial time where everyone was like, I didn't pay the premium fee for it because I waited because I was like, nah, hmm. we going to wait for that $35 to go away. Because <laughs> <laughs> I already have Disney Plus, but I was like, I ain't paying no 35 just for me to watch a movie. Oh, no, 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 no. Unless it came with some gold or some, some popcorn or something else with it and <laughs> nothing came with it. So I was like, I'll wait. And I did. Once it was cleared, I watched it, which was months ago with my family. And um, <clears throat> we were underwhelmed. I'm I, like you. I wanted to give it the benefit of the doubt. I was really trying for it, and then my sister, like she had not, like she just was like, "This is trash. <laughs> this is trash." And then my mom, even you have this old little Nigerian lady, and she was like, "Let's watch the original after this, so you can see why we don't like this." <laughs> so we watched the we watched Mulan, and then we watched the original cartoon, and then I she's like, "Do too. you see the difference now?" I only Do you like see the difference? unlike Bola, I only watched the live action one once. Um, but I watched the animated one immediately after mm-hmm. one. I, cause like, you know, I guess I could have watched it before and then watched the live action one, but I was like, I feel like that's going to taint it for yeah. me. So I'm like, let me give it the best chance. So I watched it first mm. and then watched the animated one. And I'm like, I don't know. It just, it lacks heart. Yes. So many things it lacks actually. And then <laughs> watching it the second time, see, I would have given it a higher score the first time. Um, but watching it a second time mm-hmm. with some fresh eyes, like I, it'd been months since I watched it mm-hmm. and I watched it again cause I knew we were going to review it. And I just was like, I really can't wait for this to end. Like I wanted it to end <laughs> quicker. And I was looking at everything, just trying to be like, I have fresh eyes. I didn't really I put everything outside of it. Mm-hmm. So just watch it again. Like, how does this look as a movie? And honestly, it left me with more questions than like satisfied me. Like uh, what questions? A lot of questions, like, we're going to go through this. I have a whole little list of dichotomy of things that are the same, things are different, and then likes and a long list of dislikes. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, what, what questions did it leave you with, though? Like, I, mean, like, I had questions about what was going on as opposed to, like, oh, I'm watching this and I understand everything. It just left me like, why is this happening? Like, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out a film, of course, while you're watching it. Mm-hmm. But it's in my mind, those questions should be answered by the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. Unless it's like something like Inception, where it's just a whole big debate afterwards. <laughs> but it wasn't Inception level. It was just like, <laughs> why do they do this? How come this is that? Just certain choices of just like, why didn't they tell us this person's name earlier in the film? Why did this chi thing happen it just to me, it's like questions where I like this doesn't make sense, and it didn't sound or look like the original. Got and it. I was like, I had none of those questions when I watched the first one. Hmm. Everything made sense. You're wondering what's going on while you're watching the first one, but you're like everything was cleared for you at the end. But for me, I just was very curious as to the choices that were made while they put this film out. Yeah, and I just didn't get it. You know. <laughs> so speaking of like you mentioned the chi thing. The whole thing with the chi, like, by the end of the film, because, like, 
in the Mulan, and there's tons of spoilers you, got, you guys. You know, if you are a listener of any of our stuff, it's always full of spoilers. Y'all so know y'all saw the cartoon already. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, <clears throat> the whole thing with her chi and her, like, hiding the chi and the general is like, like, why did you, have you hidden your chi and stuff? And then at the end, it's like, she's going to unleash her chi and reveal how much chi she has. It's like, a, it's an Asian Frozen, to be honest, you guys. She was like the Asian Elsa. Yeah. Like, let it go. That's what she did with the chi. And I'm like, yes. this is so... And I didn't, like, appreciate that at all. Like, it, it wasn't in, like, a great way. There was a lot of concealed on feel. Yes. And I did not appreciate yes. that. Because, okay, here's what I was explaining to Whitney before about this, why I didn't really like that whole thing. Because the original doesn't talk about chi at all. Now, in my, because I watch a lot of Asian, <clears throat> Asian, made by Asians in Asian language films. Mm. I watch a lot of their dramas, uh, period pieces, and modern day stuff. So I know how they would present themselves. So this chi thing that they're talking about is something like everybody has, but it's something that they cultivate to be better. Mm. So in the original Mulan, that's how it was. It, was. it wasn't that she just had this awesome ability that was innate only in her. Mm-hmm. It was that, oh, she might have had that um, power in her, but she had to work on it. She had to work hard. Uh, she had to train because she wasn't good in the beginning. And you saw the whole montage of her failing and falling and not doing well. But it wasn't because she had this special power and ability. It's just that she girded herself up. She uh, tapped into the power within her, just her own strength and stuff. And she's like, no, I'm going to keep going and I'm going to become a good warrior. And she it, it had a payoff. It taught me as a little girl, hard work leads to a payoff. Yeah. But the way they presented this movie in the beginning, where it was like, this girl just has this amazing power, ability that nobody else has. And I was so far removed from her when I saw that, because I was like, you're saying that Mulan just has the special power. And there are like people with chi, women with chi like that are called witches and this kind of stuff. And I was like, what is this storyline that I'm seeing? Yeah, and the whole witches thing, like when, when she had like all, like came back into the battle against all of the whatever they were called i don't even know the like, ruins or the wrong the yeah wrong, i'm like who know. who is this like they it was easy the, in the in the animation it was just the huns yeah that's simple easy yeah. but like I, I wonder if this is is this true to history because if it was okay fine but if not i'm like but why okay see now you're you're hit you're hitting one of my questions I had so many questions about some of the choices they made that I'm like, is this historically accurate? Down to like the whole, how her whole village was in this circular fixture mm. and like everybody lived in this circle thing. I was like, I watch a lot of Asian movies in the period. None of their houses look like this. And I was like, what is this circular? I don't understand this. Mm. And then like you're saying, that whole thing, this witch Monty, uh, not Monty, what is that? <laughs> this the witch theme. theme that they were doing. Yeah. I was like, I don't remember. I don't, I don't they don't talk about this stuff. It really. seemed like, yeah, it seemed like there was like almost a lesson or theme that if you're a woman mm-hmm. and you have any type of power or independence or agency, then you're a witch, which I feel like is kind of more so a theme that would be more prevalent in like Western culture. Cause yes. you know, with the Salem witch trials and I mean, maybe that's true everywhere in the world. Like everybody's kind of a dick to women if women are powerful, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know as much about Asian culture, but it seems like a very kind of westernized type of thing. Exactly. And then th- that's one of the things I did not appreciate because to me, I've watched a lot of Asian dramas. And it's different Asians, like Korean, Chinese, Taiwanese, Thai- 
I've tied, I've seen a lot of different ones. And if you see if the women are powerful and stuff, it's like that's because they have a master and they've trained under the person and that's just how they are. Hmm. Even if they were like the witch type of character, like the one that was the, the bird. Yeah. Who didn't have a name, which I also didn't like. She just didn't have a name. Like in the original, the hung character had this hawk that he would send everywhere. So they decided to make her an actual character, a person, but they just didn't give her a name. And I thought that was really a bad choice too. They should have at least named her, but they gave her that power, but it was like, she would be a loner person. And I didn't like the motivation for why this woman was helping this man who thought so little of her that he was just like, I'm just using you. You're just a witch. But he was using her because she was thinking that she would get a place and acceptance in society. Hmm. And normally those people who have powers, they loners in the Asian movies, they doing their own thing. They accept that they're powerful. So to me, I thought it was a betrayal of how I've seen these people. Like I, it, I didn't understand what they were doing. I did not. And I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. To me, here was my, my whole phrase for this movie. This seemed like a whitewashed, westernized telling of a Chinese story mm. as opposed to just a Chinese story, which Mulan, the cartoon, established it when it was first made. That's my main, main, main thing. And I know we, we, we talked about this a little bit before the recording, you guys. And, I mean, when the credits rolled, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know, but then I watched something. I think it was like a YouTube video or something, and like I saw the director, who was a woman. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. But she's a white woman, and I'm like, ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, this is a very Asian which explains tale. the Elsa, <laughs> which explains why the conceal and feel stuff was in there. And then Bola and the was witch, telling me and that the- there was like <laughs> no one behind the scenes who was like Asian, which is probably a lot of it where a lot of its problem comes from. Yes. Because you see like films like Black Panther, mm-hmm. where you know a lot of the cast is black, but then a lot of the people behind the scenes, directors. Um, I don't know about writers. I think writers as well. I think yeah, he directed it and wrote, wrote it. Mm-hmm. But like, you see how it benefits from having someone, from having people of the culture behind the scenes, executive producing, writing, directing, or, you know, combination. But when that doesn't happen, you get Mulan. Yeah, you get the live action crappy one. Um, actually, Sorry, so yes, thank you, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> yeah, that, the, original the original one was Mulan. great. I love it. Even <laughs> the part two, the, there was a Mulan two. If none of you know, even that was better than this. <laughs> really I, never, I never watched the part two. Part two was cute. I know okay. people people tend not to like the the sequels of all those princess movies, but I, I was just I was a Disney princess fan. I watched everything. <laughs> okay, I watched it all. Um, but I actually want to get into that. So part of the reason, and uh, to be honest with you guys, Mulan did not do well like across the board Mm. and they wanted to get a lot of Asian actors and people in it because they were actually really Disney was trying to cater to an international off um, audience as well as um, American audience Mm. or Westernized audience. And there was so many, there was so many controversies going on, going on during the time of this film. And it kind of like really, not only did it like hamper the success because there was a lot of bad press around the film, but people still wanted to see it because no one knew what what the film looked like. They were like, okay, I still want to see it, but there was a lot of bad press. There were a lot of hashtags about some negative things that were going on with the film. Um, so, but what she mentioned was actually one of the controversies where even though on screen is all Asians on screen, Mm. but behind screen, there was no Asians involved in like the writing, the directing, the even the even the crew. I heard was mostly white. You only Asians were just on screen, and I feel like, like you said, that contributed to one of the reasons why this story wasn't good. Because I bet you, if they asked some Asians, they would not have done the story this way. 
They would not have. Um, the second controversy was um, when the part of this movie was filmed in China, mm. but it was filmed in a province where there was um, um, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Some human rights violations that is world known. So there's a, a particular place I can't remember. I don't want to say it wrong, um, but if you guys look this up, you'll know. But there's a particular region where they shot the film in um, in China, and apparently there are some concentration camps that the Chinese government has made for a certain minority group that I think they're Muslim actually, but they believe, you know, they're Muslim and the government put them in what they call re-education camps, mm-hmm. but they're really concentration camps because the people disappear. It's so much so people are saying it's not what China is presenting it as. And so a lot of people are mad that Disney was thanking them and being there and supporting them and saying all this stuff when they know that this kind of stuff was happening. So that was one um, controversy surrounding this film that also contributed to why people didn't like it overseas either. Second controversy was with the police. Um, actually, it was the main actress who played Mulan. So she had made a social media post in support of the Chinese police. So I was explaining this to Whitney the other day about how Hong Kong and Macau used to belong to China because of some war or some issue. They lost it as part of a consequence, and they were supposed to get it back after 50 years. So that time limit went up like some some years ago. So China came to assume power in Hong Kong and Macau, but they have been free from Chinese oppression and rule for so long. So the people there were not trying to take China's rule. And so there, you can look this up too. There's been a lot of protests in Hong Kong. There was one big, big one that, was, that took national news for a couple years ago. Um, and so... A lot of people were mad. They kept the hashtag came out, boycott uh, Mulan because of this and because of the what the um, the main actress said. She had said uh, I don't know what she said. It was in Chinese, but someone said uh, the news report said that it was translated that she was supporting the Chinese police in this situation. So that was another controversy, another slap at it. And then the third one was, of course, not having um, any Chinese or Asian people in the making part, but just the acting part. So I think those three things really like contributed to the movie not doing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, honestly, I think the main, main, main thing is in the story. The writing and the development of, of the story. And I was like, why fix something that ain't broke? <laughs> I was like, just do oh the... Oh my god, yeah. Some of the, just some do of the, the directing choices and... I don't know if it was directing or acting. There was like the one scene where someone says something to Mulan and the camera's just on her face with her face just looking blank for like an uncomfortable amount of time. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is really uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, I actually heard some people said that they didn't really like the actress, that her emotional range was so low that they couldn't connect to her. They're like, they felt like she was a blank kind of, she was good in her physicality and doing all the moves and the fighting scenes were nice, but she just has a problem emoting emotion like her sister was more i got an emotional connection to her sister and she was only in three scenes <laughs> yeah i could feel it and see it in her but Mulan, the actress that played her i was just like all right i'm just watching this chick but i didn't really i don't know why i didn't i felt some distance i wanted to connect with her but there was that like you said that heart missing mm. and i don't know if it came just from the songs but it was in 
the movie, even the acting in the voice acting for that cartoon, uh, that I didn't get that when I saw her. And speaking of songs, I watched like a uh, a YouTube video after watching the live action Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll put it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bolo, if you'll put that in, I'll send it to you easily. Mm-hmm. But um, it was talking about like why Mulan didn't work, and this YouTube channel focuses on music and stuff. And he was talking about like. Uh, he actually focused a lot on like just operas in general <laughs> and how that translated to modern like musicals. But then he finally gets back to like Mulan and he's talking about like, you know, with musicals, the whole thing is you um, like the musical scenes are like the, the emotions get so strong mm-hmm. or like the feelings get so strong that the characters just have to break out into a song. So it's like if you take out the music of a musical, then you have to replace it with something else. Like, if the emotions have gotten so strong, you have to find some other way to, like, convey, mm-hmm. like, the strength of, like, the feeling of the scene, and they didn't do that. You know what the weird thing I thought was th- that they did with the music? Knowing that these were such beloved songs, they knew that, and they wanted to incorporate it in, but I didn't like how they did it. So it's like, you could hear it as an undertone, like it was in the score, maybe. You heard that little, just a little clip of Be A Man, or or just a little clip of Reflections, mm. you know? But Or they said the lyric, the lyric out, like, maybe the title. They said that, I'll make a man out of you, but that's all they would say. They would say that part of the song, like, I want a woman. They would put it in dialogue instead. Like the song where the guys are talking about a girl we're fighting for. Yeah. The guys were talking around a fire, talking about what kind of woman they want. But yeah. So they took the lines and was making it dialogue. And I was just like. Oh, yeah. And there was one part was where somebody like, was why? like, tranquil as a forest, but on fire within. And I'm like, oh, this is disappointing. Yes. And I'm just like, why did they do that? That was one thing I really didn't like. That They took out the songs and then they tried to put them in that way. And it just it fell through. And I'm like, but they made Beauty and the Beast a, mu- a musical. Why couldn't they have done it with Mulan? I don't understand. Well, I don't, to be honest, I'm not sure how well it would have worked for like a Kung Fu type of movie. They could have made it a different type of movie. Like, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) They could have, like, I understand they were really trying to cater to international audiences. So they were like, why make this a musical when you don't normally see Asian movies with musicals? Very true. But I was like, you could have just made Mulan the musical live action. And still have that heart and still have Mushu the dragon, dang it. Oh, yeah. I really miss Mushu. Mushu. And the grandmother. Yes. And that was another thing. Like, they replaced certain people. So, little brother was the dog in her original one. But then they gave her a sister. And I actually liked the sister. Yeah, the sister. Um, But they had Cricket in the movie. But then they turned Cricket into a person and then just left his name Cricket. And I was (laughs) like, really? Now you'd know. If this was to be China, you're supposed to have, like, a Chinese name. (laughs) I was like, well, in the defense, he did say people call me Cricket, so apparently that wasn't his actual name, but that's just what everybody called him. I know, he never actually told us. We didn't have no other name to call him, so he was just Cricket. But like, you know, <laughs> I thought it was so lazy <laughs> when it came to the I'm like, give him a name. Just, you know, just then you could just say, oh, people call me Lucky. I get it. Got it. But I liked the person. I liked the character. I liked that actor. He yeah. was pretty, his performance was actually pretty good. So some of the people had some bright spot performances, yeah, which I appreciated. But then other things, I just because the main girl is one we were following her, I felt that at, at times they were disjointed because they wanted to do this whole shed your old self, your hidden self, the conceal don't feel stuff. They wanted to have her little Elsa moment, so they <laughs> took her off what she was doing, went to this little one area with the other witch, and you're just like, 
are they connecting on the same level or not? Like, what's going on here? I just was, and then she just, like, transformed, and then her uniform, her armor became her little waistcoat, and then she still had the flowing hair, and I'm like... Oh, my God. What you said just now, like, if I didn't know that we were talking about Mulan, I would have thought you were talking about Sailor Moon. Thank you! <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did a whole montage where she's like, Sailor Moon. And you're just like, yes, you just and watch her change the clothes. over her, and she's just saying, yeah. <laughs> yes, and I'm just like, why did they do this? Because I didn't understand it, and it was so lame. Like, I just looked at it, I was like, why, though? And remember what you said yesterday? You were like, that hair being out there is like a it's like a hazard. They're gonna grab that. Oh <laughs> my god, yes. Her. When she decided to reveal that she was a woman and all, I okay, fine. With some of the parts. Like the 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 kimono looking thing, like the flowing thing instead of what everybody else's arm is looking like. Fine. But why is your hair just flowing? Yes. It's, it's almost like the cape Natural thing. curls. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like almost like the cape thing from The Incredibles. Like, this thing can get caught in the jet engine and then you're due. Like, yeah. somebody could just grab you by the hair. <laughs> this is why all the dudes, like, a lot of the dudes in the Wrap movies that do up. not actually have, like, long hair. But, like, I they guess tie they're it Asian. Up. Yeah, but they, they tie, tie it up, up because it's a, it's a freaking, like, hazard. Mm-hmm. All that flowing locks. I was like, let it's me wrap my hand around this real quick. And, and then I slash, slash. Exactly. It's That's a what I thought. <laughs> this like makes no sense. And uh, uh, again, Mulan cut her hair before she did everything because she knew she had to have short hair. In the original, just just saying. Actually, that's one thing that I have a problem with in the original. Like, she didn't need to cut her hair. Like, apparent from what I've seen, like, now granted, this is like Korean movies mm-hmm. rather than this, but like, Dudes had long hair. They, they just, did. Like, they just tied, tied it up. It up. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you didn't actually need to cut your hair because mm-hmm. lots of dudes had long hair. You just tie it up the same way they do. Yeah, she could have done that, but I still like that she did it in there because she wanted to be, make sure her hair was shorter to match the other dudes because I guess women had way longer hair, I guess. That's what I'm thinking. Anyway, the hair part is not really, but it was just like the way they made her look, you're just like... I don't know why, and I'm like, why was her waist thing on the bottom? Like, how did the how did it go from the top to the bottom? Like, it was <laughs> like a little skirt, and I was just like, what did they think? Like, she needs the armor. She's about to go into battle still, <laughs> so it was like her chest is just gonna be exposed. I mean, the little robes can't like stop a knife, you know? <laughs> I was like, who thought of this? <laughs> okay, so we've been bashing it a little bit too long. Let's go into what we actually liked. I. I actually kind of liked the theme about what happened, like the kind of the theme surrounding the witch. Cause I, um, I equate, or maybe I just like the fact that it paralleled something else. I liked that it kind of made a point about what happens to people when they're excluded from society. Mm. Cause like I saw parallels to, um, what is her name? Carly from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Carly. Mm-hmm. And in both of these cases, like the villains became villains because they were basically ostracized from society. And it's from this like ejection Mm -hmm. from society that we get the like motivation behind the things they do. Yeah. And they think they're trying to, they're just trying to like stand up for themselves or find acceptance or, or like with the witch character, she wanted to find a place because right. she had no home, no family. Everybody scorned her and uh, shunned her and everything. Her main thing is what she wanted acceptance and she wanted a place. So I actually, not going to lie, I actually liked the character, the witch. I wish they gave her a name. I just didn't know what else to call her. Yeah. But 
I liked her character. I liked that she was powerful. I like. I just hated that she was with this man helping him do whatever, because there was a scene where at the beginning you're like, okay, this is her motivation. Um, Bori Khan was was which is the enemy. Um, I prefer the Hun, but Bori Khan was the main enemy, and ah. he promised her that he would give her what she wanted, which was that place. But he never intended to do that. He never intended to do that from the beginning. So he, even when she, like, she didn't like the word witch, which was a derogatory word to her. She even, like, put him in a chokehold. She's like, don't call me a witch. <laughs> and I was like, do you realize you're more powerful than this guy? This is what I didn't understand. She was more powerful than this guy. She could turn into an animal at any point and a swarm of birds at any other point. And it's like she can turn into other people. I was like, you could, you don't even need him. There's so many powers that she had. And I was like looking at him like, why are you still with this dude? He totally <laughs> embarrassed her in front of his little group of guys that he's trying to get to help him fight. And then he's like, yeah, you're just a witch and I'm going to use you and you're going to finish what I'm going to do. And I was like, you're on the ledge right there with him. You can take him out. Like, I was like, at that point, to me, she should have just left him because he never intended to give her a, a place because he thought the same that everyone else did, that she was just a witch and he just needed to use her. And so, in my mind, I'm like, why would she even stay? She could literally have killed him because she's that powerful. But, again, but, no. But uh, I think that it was because, like, her motivation wasn't power. And I yeah. think that's why she stayed. I guess so. But And then, anyway, she ended up helping Mulan, too, which I just was like, okay, so are you on Borikon's side or on Mulan's side? I'm not sure. She had more of an arc than anyone else. <laughs> She was a more dynamic character, around character than any other person in the movie. <laughs> I know, and she had no name. Um, okay, so some of the stuff that I thought that they kept the same was I I think I like that they they still try to do like a feminism girl power type of thing, even though they basically like you know usurped the El, the, the Elsa story for this. <laughs> um, so, and I like that they had the honor to the family thing, which was so deep in the regular Mulan that I was like, yes, some semblance of the past of the old Mulan of that, that little n cultural nugget, that little value that was in there. I appreciate that because that was so much a motivating factor for her that she wanted to honor her family. Yeah. She wanted to bring honor to them. She wanted to find how, how she could, you know, be, um, well, basically just bring honor and yeah. make her family proud. And I appreciate that because I feel that emotion. That's something I really could, that resonated with me. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that they had kept that part in there too. Um, and for the most part, I have to say they did follow the sequence of the original Mulan and how, you know, you're with the family, then you get the whole thing with the Huns attacking, building army, go for training and then other things ensue. So I, I felt like they did that. I did, they followed that at least. I did like how much time they spent on the actual tra in the training camp, though. That's one thing I did kind of appreciate. About and I thought movie. it was too long, actually, because like all the training in the animated movie was a montage. Yeah, song, I'll yeah. make a man out of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. I get that. And I liked. Uh, I kind of liked the time that they spent on uh, on the training. I also liked the cinematography, and I did like Ooh, the costumes. Yeah. There's not they gonna were, lie, the movie gorgeous. was pretty. It was very pretty, and this the the, the oh, yeah. landscapes and everything. Even though it just, I was I was bugging about this because I was like, when she was leaving, she done went through every landscape there was. There was a bamboo forest, there was a mountain, <laughs> there was a lake, there was a desert. I was just like, dude, where is this training camp? Where are you <laughs> Which country are you in that you've been through all the types of atmospheres that exist or environments? You went through the tundra, the desert. The <laughs> 
I was just like, yeah, there was there was an avalanche. So I was like, where are they? That they're like... <laughs> anyway, that that just threw me. But it was very beautiful. Um, I also like the costumes. I really like the how the father the his name is C Mai, but I liked him. I liked his portrayal in this, and then he was the narrator of the film. I like the fact that, that was they took it almost like from his point of view. I like the way they started it off, where they were like, um, "There have been many tales about Mul- the legend Mulan, but mm-hmm. this is um, my my telling of it." And mm-hmm. he was like. If you had a daughter who was blah, 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 could you tell her that she was only for men? I like the way that they kind of started it off that way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like a strong way to kind of start it off, even though the rest of it kind of tended to be a little yeah, weak. <laughs> I liked some of the battle scenes. I thought those were pretty cool. Some of them were pretty cool. The first battle scene I thought was like so lame though. Like The, the one where they jumped and then it's almost like they kind of Going up the went, wall? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my god, like this is not boding well for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they, like, I swear to god, and I know this because you guys know my memory's not great, but I only watched it two days ago so I do remember. <laughs> but someone literally said during that scene, they're too strong for us. I'm like, Really? Really? <laughs> Who is writing these lines? Yes, I'm telling you. The writer sucks. Like they really dropped a bomb. Um also I like that there was um Ming Na uh Wen who played Mulan's uh well who voiced act for um who did the voiceover for Mulan's character in the first uh, in the second movie actually. Um, I like that she had a little cameo at the end, even though I was like, Y'all I, I didn't even know. Bola had to tell me. I didn't even know. She didn't even know. I was like, that's been that right there. It was, she was only in there for two seconds, y'all. So she just walked on looking pretty. She walked and it's like, ladies and gentlemen, Mulan. And then she walked away. And I was like, that's <laughs> it, me. That's it, me. They're going to do you like that. They could at least made you one of the, like, they, honestly, I wish they had like made her the, um, the matchmaker. Like, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would have loved that if she was the matchmaker and you're like, mm, y'all never, you know? Because her voice is so uh, recognizable and iconic. And I like, I think they could have, well, I guess they were, their whole atmosphere for the movie wasn't going to be conducive to this. But it could have done with some more humor. I loved the humor. Yeah. In the Mulan animated so entertaining. Mulan. And a lot of that was really bought by Mushu. Mm-hmm. But I really. This on him. This on all your whole family. This on all your cow. This on him. You know how Eddie Murphy's voice. Oh you just laugh it. as soon as he says. So. Yes. <laughs> Dragon, not lizard. I don't do that tongue thing. <laughs> I loved all those lines that he had. Oh my Seriously. Gosh, yes. That was what was missing, too, I think. Yeah. Um, also, Jet Li was in there, and you didn't even know Jet Li was I in there. I did not know. Jet Li oh played the king, the emperor, know, emperor. I did not know any of these actors and actresses that I like. I didn't, I didn't recognize any of them in there. Now, they must have gave him a lot of money for him to do this, because I was like, Jet, you didn't, want, you, didn't, you didn't read the script before you <laughs> took this on? Isn't he, like, retired? Um, he is, because he didn't have to do too much, so I think that's why. And then I heard from an interview uh, I watched about him doing the film, the reason why he decided to do it was his daughters really wanted him to do it. Ah. Because his daughters, growing up in China, they loved the original Mulan ah. growing up. So he really wanted to do it for them. I don't know if he knew how crappy they would make it, but <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, see? If I was Jet Li, I'd be like, see? Didn't I tell y'all? Look what happened. I didn't want to do this movie in the first place. <laughs> but y'all were, I wanted to do it because I was being a good daddy. I was being a good daddy. Now look, I'm forever at this crap. <laughs> That's how I would react if I was Jet Li. <laughs> oh, man. You got any more likes? Uh, 
No, I know. Not really. Not I know. mean, while I while I get, I mean, I'll just go with my overall rating. I gave it a seven out of ten. Man, generous. Because I gave it a four glasses out of ten. Just nah, it just was bad, and it was worse the second time around. And I who just, knows? Like, I mean, you did say that you probably would have given it a higher rating the first time but by the second time it like fell your estimation so if i watched it again it might have lowered but since i've only watched it the first time that's what i gave it yeah i okay so i want to go into a few more dislikes that i didn't because they were (laughs) just a few more okay so my main thing my shang the love interest here's what i didn't like they set up this kind of tryst this kind of kind of chemistry thing happening Yes, the guy who plays, um, we found out after an hour and some change, <laughs> what his name was. His name was Hong Lee. He basically was the Shang-esque character. But because they were not trying to make him the person training them, they wanted like a more famous actor in there. So that's why they made Donnie Yen's character be the commanding officer. And then this whole Shang thing was with one of her peers. Mm. Um, actually, I can understand why they did that. I can understand why they did that. And I kind of liked that they wanted to make him more of the peer. Yeah. But they didn't establish one. I didn't like that they didn't name him from the beginning. So we didn't know who, what he... I was, my whole time I was watching, I was like, this guy is on screen all the time. I, you can tell he has a connection and interest in Mulan. I was like, what is his name? <laughs> we didn't find out till like an hour and 15 minutes in. I was like, damn. Why didn't they tell us what his name was? <laughs> but he was the Shang equivalent. But his name is Hong Wee. And he was a great actor. Actually, I was really into his scenes. Like, I, he drew me in. Like, not her. You're but right. he did. You're right. He did seem like a more rounded character than many of the other yeah, people. Yeah, and I like that he supported her and everything. He was really trying to be friends with her and everything. Um, They were trying to establish this rivalry uh, with between them. But it was, like, trying to turn into something romantic for later on, of course. But I just didn't like that they didn't have a payoff at the end. Like... With the Mulan movie, you know they kind of didn't go into it too much. You could tell once he found out he was a girl, she was a girl. He was angry, but then you're like, man, I really feel for this girl. And then they had once they saved the the kingdom, you know, once they saved China, then you had a payoff at the end because what Shane came back to her house and just met the family. They didn't go too into, it, but it was like, Come okay, to my window. <laughs> <laughs> Way by the light I mean, of the you moon. know what grandma said? What the grandma said was that she you should have brought a man brought, home. She brought a sword home. She should have brought a man. Exactly. And he came. And and that's what like, I like. Let me sign up for the next war. But in this one, it was like, okay, once she was like, she told the emperor she can't be part of the, in this, in the live action. She told the emperor, like, I got to go home, make things right with my family. Yeah. But then they had a little, like, little talk and she was like he you could tell he was trying to like get at her and stuff and she, all she did was like i'm just gonna touch her hand gingerly and then run away <laughs> and then so, nothing else happened that was, was funny like, it's so like an lame. and then like the ending scene where they're like please reconsider becoming a part of the king's guard and then she's just like looking up into the sky at this random phoenix and then it like ends i'm like but she's looking up for so long i'm like why is this scene so long okay another dislike I hate the Phoenix. Oh my God. Yes. The Phoenix was like, why? Like, cause in the original movie, like the patriarch or whatever animal the in the family was a dragon. Everybody knows. And they changed it. Icon- the iconography is dragons with China. For like no discernible reason, except for maybe they think that Phoenixes are more female than dragons. I don't know. But they changed it to a, for, to a Phoenix for whatever reason. You know what and- they were doing? They were trying to do this whole rebirth thing because Phoenixes are known for that. But again, 
was misplaced. I just was like, this was not, they didn't need it to do all this. It served no purpose. The thing was just flying around, and it looked so CG. You're just like, what the heck is this? And then they pulled a Game of Thrones at the end, where they had the the wings behind her. The Oh, God, it was so it was lame. So it was trite so and deliberative. I hated it. I was, I was like, like, you guys are so lame oh, for that. God. Like, in Game of Thrones, it actually looked cool. And here, yeah, it, it did. was just lame. It did. It did look cool in, in Game of Thrones, and I appreciate it. But there, you really like somebody stole that from Game of Thrones, and it didn't pay off because it looked terrible. It did. And it, I was like, it, why it, the Phoenix? Uh, I'm like, just, and this Phoenix isn't doing anything. Why is it just flying around? It's yes, time it's time doing like, what is it? I just didn't see the purpose, and I, I was like, that was a bad mistake. It should have been uh, the dragon. It really should have. So I didn't like that the Shang romantic payoff. It was just there was no payoff there. And you know you're not getting a second part too, so it's just like oh, and I just hated it. She's like, oh, I just touch your hands. Like this <laughs> was so it was so awkward. You're like this. How old are they? Like what? Uh, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. Um, yeah, what else would you say? I I don't think there's anything left for me to really say about it. Yeah. Again, I just to me it was really a whitewashed telling of a Chinese story. Just, you could tell. And I was just like, no, this is not how they would tell their story. This is not even, it was, it just was so disjointed at moments. And I just really didn't, I really didn't like it. And I was very disappointed. And I listened to a lot of different people about this. And I really wanted to give it a benefit of the doubt. Yeah. That's why I watched it the second time. But the second time, everything was even more glaring. <laughs> and I didn't come in with all that. So I put all the controversies, my original thoughts about it. I was just like, let me watch this again. And I was like, I couldn't wait for it to end. I was like, okay, I need this to go so I can. But I wanted to make sure we reviewed it properly and tell y'all why and analyze it right like we do on here, okay? Because your girl knows about some films, all right? The girl <laughs> took some, some classes, okay? So I know a thing or two. So I'm, just <laughs> I'm not joking, but yeah. I just wanted to really get to why it wasn't good. Because a lot of people were not trying to watch it because... A lot of people wanted to watch it, but then after they like they heard so many bad things, a lot of people were not trying to watch it because they're like, "Nah, they're gonna ruin it for me, and I don't yeah. want it to be ruined." And I, yeah, I think really what it comes down to is it was missing heart, mm-hmm. and the, a lot of the heart in the original movie came from the songs and the humor. Mm-hmm. So if you're not gonna have it be a musical, and you're not gonna have like humor, then you've got to replace it with something else. And I don't know what that something else was. Apparently there wasn't anything else, and that's why. (laughs) I also thought the villain was kind of, his motivation was lame to me. Like, to me, honestly, honestly, the Huns in the original, he was so scary because all he wanted to do was take over. Like, it wasn't about his bad issues. It wasn't you, a revenge. You invited like, me here when you put this wall here. It's like, that's a challenge. I consider yes, that a it was great. The conflict was great. But this one was just like, you killed my dad. I'm coming for you. I just was like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the original guy that ruled the Hun, he was scary. And I liked that. He was just like, I'm a badass. You know, but this one was just like, he eh. didn't seem, he wasn't very villainous to me. I could do without him, actually. Yeah. I was just like, okay. And the scene at the end where the emperor, like, throws the arrow up in the air and she mm. does her, like, I guess, signature move with the kick, I'm like, I don't understand this payoff because, mm. yeah, this is apparently her signature move, but the emperor wouldn't have known that. So, like, why does he, like, throw it up there like they've coordinated this mm-hmm. thing and been working on this move for months? Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I don't know. It just, it just, uh... I can't, I just, I'm just, I just sigh, y'all. I just sigh. I don't know what else to say. 
This wasn't one a great one. I'm sorry, guys. Usually we picked some good ones that we were excited about to talk about to analyze, but we wanted to look at this film. But Whitney hadn't seen it. I already saw it, so I knew it wasn't the greatest. But <laughs> we already said we were gonna do it. And um, funny enough, we are doing it in what's the month this um this month? Uh, Asian and Pacific Island Heritage Islander Month. Heritage mm-hmm. Month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's our little contribution. <laughs> sorry, it wasn't a great one. Yeah. Anybody, if anybody has any recommendations, then maybe we can try to watch it in a time enough for the next episode so that we can try to have something else that's actually a decent no, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we should watch Minari. We should really watch oh, that. You know that what? I heard was awesome. We should do that. You're oh, supposed to watch Parasite, way, too. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Parasite was fantastic. Very cool. So, peeps, just FYI. <clears throat> Season two, we are doing two episodes a month. Mm-hmm. We'll release on Thursday, so it's not every. It's not necessarily going to be every other week, but it, we are going to do two episodes per month. Piece. Yes, yes. So all of our old episodes are available for you to listen to. If y'all miss us and everything, <laughs> just go ahead and like play an old episode because we got like what, like eighteen episodes now up. So go back and listen to our first season stuff. Um, and we're pushing through in our new season, and we had like that one part. That one little <laughs> one and a half season. <laughs> We're like only two episodes. In <laughs> but it's there for you guys to listen to. Okay. Um, so is there anything else? What are you blurting out about? Anything to to watch or upcoming? Mm. Uh, I, uh, I was blurting out about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yes. So good. This week. And I finished Bridgerton. Oh, yes. yes. And Reagan. I believe that's actually on our syllabus for season two. So, you guys, we will mm. be. Oh. We going to talk about it. Yes, we are. I've already cried. So I'm not going to cry <laughs> about reggae. I'm not going to sing the sad songs. But I will talk about how much I enjoyed this film. Is that a real song, Whitney? No tears. I'm not singing the lyrics right, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm but say, I'm like, it, I, it's a Mary J. Blige song, I believe. I was like, I don't recognize I'm it. I'm not going to cry, no, not the time. Because you're not worth my tears. <laughs> okay. Like I said, the I jukebox I, has spoken, y'all. <laughs> I'm telling you, she doesn't come up with a song for any situation like that's how her little codex of songs is just sorry so great. for the head voice on this episode you guys i've got a little bit of congestion so yeah. you'll have to excuse me um i'm excited because i did see the trailer for um i think it's um shang shang chi and the legend of the the ten, ten rings yeah i'm excited about that that did look really cool it looks awesome. It has Ronnie Chang in it, who's a comedian on The Daily Show. Well, he's a comedian in general. And then it has Aquafina in it. And then I like this new guy. I don't know who he is, but I'm really feeling him. So I'm excited for that to be coming out. Um, I don't know when it's coming out, but y'all check that out, okay? Cool. Anything else? Oh, maybe we should actually add in like a comedy special. We could do uh, Ronnie Chang's Asian Americans. Oh my gosh, or Bill or um, Jimmy O Yang. Oh my oh, god, yeah, that was y'all, y'all really actually good. okay. So we're gonna blurt out about some comedy specials. Watch those two because they are hilarious. They are. So again, it's Ronnie Chang's mention... Asian comedian takes over the world, and then Jimmy, Jimmy O Yang's. Yang. What was it actually called? Oh, I don't remember special? what it's called. I'm sorry. It's the only one though. That he's yeah, done. it's the only one. It's on. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So the Jimmy O Yang one is on Amazon Prime, and Ronnie Chang's comedy specials on Netflix. Also, just go and watch the Chappelle one. What was the one you told me to watch? I watched that mess yesterday. Uh, I was I dying of laughter. Sticks uh. and stuff. Yo, it's. I'm not gonna lie. Well, Chappelle always goes there. He always does. But right off the bat, he was just on the chair. 
was dying of laughter. And I was like, that's so messed up. But he said it, though. I know. And he meant it. I know. And he said it. Only he can get away with that mess. Because I can't say what he says in the beginning. <laughs> the stuff that he said, I was like, uh. But I was laughing. I'm not going to lie. I was laughing like crazy. So, yeah, we're going to blurt about some comedy specials, y'all. Go and check those out. Um, if you haven't seen the trailer for, and if you like Asian movies and you like kung fu fighting, whatever. But it was kung fu fighting. <laughs> <laughs> those kicks was fast <laughs> as lightning. <laughs> In fact, it was a little bit frightening. <laughs> okay, I don't know the rest actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's also a show on the CW called Kung Fu, which is kind of like um, the Shang-Chi type for the DC world, I guess. Is it um, good? I don't know. Huh, People okay. were saying good things about it, but the trailers look good. So, okay. hey, stuff to check out, guys. There's just We're giving suggestions today. Um, I want to check it out. There's just, just too much to watch. There's too much. So much stuff. So much stuff. All right, y'all. So, as that's it. That's, that's it? all we got today. Blur. We're Bounce. blowing out, blurting out, blurting out. Bye. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe to our show on whatever podcast listening app you use and share the show with other blurred and non blurred family and friends. And if you like our episode, please rate and review us on iTunes. The intro and outro music is Twilight by Caption. You can find them on SoundCloud, username Caption, spelled C-A-P-S-H-U-N. The show notes are by Bola Hansen, and the audio engineering is by Whitney Booker. And you can contact us by email at blurredtalkbw at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to get social, you guys. You can find us on our social media at Instagram and Twitter with our at handle being at blurredtalkbw. And we've got our individual things going on too, y'all. So you can find me, your blurred fashionista, on Instagram and Twitter at Bola Story B. That's B with two E's like the insect. And I've got my own personal YouTube channel, just Bola Shade. That's B-O-L-A-S-H-A-D-E. D's and dog, E is an elephant. And this is Whitney. You can find me at my company, Luminavi Studios. The email address is wit at luminavi.com. That's W-H-I-T at L-U-M-E-N-A-V-I dot com. You can also find me on Twitter at Luminavi Studios.